Hey, Razorback fans. It's Halloween here on the Locked on Razorbacks podcast, and we're going to talk about the scariest things that could happen to the Razorback football team in the month of November while I'm dressed like a hot dog. So let's talk about it. You are Locked on Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 1037thebuzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Today's episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use promo code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off your first purchase. Hope everybody's having a wonderful Halloween. And uh, I'll explain this whole costume thing uh, here in a bit. I haven't really done a whole lot of costumes in my life. And uh, this is kind of a unique one. And for those of you who are wondering, like, what's the significance of it uh, with this particular one? It's from the meme. You know, I don't know if you've seen the meme of, uh, hey, we're all trying to find the guy who did this. And that's from the show. I think you should leave. I find it very funny. It doesn't matter. You're just going to have to take me super serial, though, on this super serial podcast while I'm dressed as a hot dog. But either way, hope everybody's having a wonderful Halloween. So I started thinking about. At the end of the month of October, we know in the Halloween and the celebrations that come along with it. And some of the things that happen where it's like, you know, you got to have costumes, you got to have parties, and you got to have trick-or-treating and handing out ki- candy to the kids. You know, that whole thing. But honestly, a lot of it that I started thinking about more and more had to deal with the scariness of Halloween. Because that's really what the spirit is about, Right. The spirit is about how scary Halloween can be overall. And the more I thought about it and the more I started, you know, looking at what was I going to talk about today, I started deciding, you know what, I'll talk about some of the scariest things that could happen for the Razorback football team going forward. Because right now you're in a scary moment. You know, this this is kind of like the scary movie, which I, by the way, I hate scary movies, but this is kind of the scary movie that you're in right now for Razorback football. It's been, it started off fine setting up the story. You know, you go 2-0. Uh, you know, you, you know that there's something there, something's off. You know, the, the family moves in next door that's not all there. You know, but you're still being positive, you're being hopeful. And then suddenly it's just jump scare after jump scare after jump scare after jump scare. And you're starting to wonder, what am I doing here? Why am I watching this? Why is this so scary? How do I get out of this place? When is it going to end? Surely it has a happy ending. Does, does does everybody end up, you know, going to the insane asylum? Does everybody go missing? Like, how does this end up? How does this result? And so I was like, well, that's kind of true. It's kind of like Arkansas right now. This is a scary movie where you're hitting the third act and it's going to be decided whether or not it ends on a happy note or on a horrible note. So what are the, some of the scariest things that could happen to Razorback football this month? Well, First off, I want to hear from Sam Pittman when he talks about the offense and the adjusting that they're doing and to Kenny Guyton being the guy and just their overall discussions about everything. And here's what Pittman had to say uh, on Monday talking about this. There's a little different feel in the building. Uh, I think everybody has taken to uh, Coach Guyton. I think everybody's excited for him. Uh, But... um, Obviously, I think we've got some bumps and bruises healed up a little bit better than what we had before, but uh, it'd be hard to say. I'll know a little bit more, you know, how we adjust to 
the new offense and things of that nature, uh, or the less offense, I guess would be a better way to say it. Uh, we'll know more about that uh, as the week progresses, I think. So that was Sam Pittman talking about the offense and the new energy behind it and whether or not it's going to be better. And he says there's a new energy with Kenny G. And, you know, as far as I'm concerned, I have to believe him. But I started thinking about, okay, scary thing number one for Arkansas in this month. If the offense is not better, if the offense is still stagnant, still can't block, still can't run, still can't throw, still can't catch, still can't do anything, if it's still that way after the firing of Dan Enos, then it's a much, much bigger problem than Dan Enos himself. I'm not saying that firing Dan Enos was going to fix everything, but I am saying that when you have a move like that being made in the middle of the year and you have it in a bye week, and clearly, clearly it was a major issue of how he was um, calling plays and the type of offense he was running, and then with a coach that everyone's pretty familiar with on the team being excited about it, if the offense is still putrid and can't do anything and doesn't look anything different than what we saw under Enos, that'll be a very scary thing. Because what that'll mean is that it wasn't just an Enos problem, that it was an entire team problem. And I am one of those people who have felt like that the overall deal of the team and under Sam Pittman and you know, some of the struggles that they had, which I get that you got to, you know, it's not all of Dan Enos's fault, but it would show that the big picture was, is that you had offensive personnel problems. Like the team maybe still completely a lost cause of trying to get the offense going. And that would just be a weird thing to me. Cause I'd still think that there's something there. I still think that if you have an offense, that's a little bit more suited for this team, more suited for KJ, more suited for everybody involved, then there's still some success that can be found. Is it going to save everyone's job and save everyone's bacon to where they're going to win out the next four games? I don't think so, but it can't be worse. It just can't be. You can't, and it can't be the same. It just can't be. It's got to be different. Because then if that if it's not different, then what was the point of firing Enos? If it comes out being the same crap, the same slow-moving, slow-developing plays then what's the point of firing Enos? There was no point to it. So that to me is one of the uh, scariest things, or in this case, uh, the uh, top. I'm doing a top three list, top Tuesday. Should have said that from the get-go. But it's not in any particular order, but that's just you know one of the top three scary things that could happen about the, the Razorbacks this month is that the offense is no better. Uh, the second scariest thing that could happen this month is that if it goes a little bit south, for the Razorback football team. If it ends up, well, I mean, it's, it's, it's already pretty south. It's dadgum near the equator. But if it continues to go south and continues to get worse and continues to, you know, people to lose their energy, lose their will, lose all that, um, and you start to see players transferring out or, you know, sitting out, not playing, especially uh, key contributors, which we'll talk about Rocket Sanders. I know he's one of those guys, but we'll talk about him in the next segment. But if you start seeing those things start happening, then that becomes a major problem to where suddenly you have a possibility of a max exodus, assuming that Sam Pittman is no longer the coach. Now, the transfer portal can giveth and it can taketh away, as we all say. But the thing is, is that at the end of the day, you still got to have enough of players to be able to make a team work the next year. 
whether it's Sam Pittman being here or whether it's some other coach being here, you still got to find a way to make it work. You still got to find a way to make sense out of it. And if you end up having it to where there's no player that wants to be here as part of the program and they start to bail, they start to say, oh, I'm hurt, but I'm not really hurt. Uh, you know, going, not putting in the uh, practices or not showing up to practices or being cryptic on social media, like things like that, that could really end up being bad because that's, that stuff spreads like wildfire, especially the social media angle. Like if players start voicing their frustrations or voicing their issues via uh, social media, then every single person that's a social media troll for Arkansas, especially Arkansas fans, take those things, like just you know, decide to play in a pool of play in a pool of uh, gasoline and with matches, and just see what happens. And then it spreads, and then it ends up coaches get asked about it, players get asked about it, people start having to delete tweets, and it just becomes nonsense and ridiculous. So. To me, that's another scary thing is if you start losing out on uh, players that wanted to play and also just players that are voicing their frustrations in various ways, and especially if they're star players, star players that you're, you you loved, that you love seeing, that you love seeing play, you know, because I started thinking about it. I feel like almost every year Arkansas has had a captain transfer out of their program. Like last year, Jalen Catalan transferred out. The year before that, I believe it was Joe Fouché. Yeah, Joe Fouché transferred out. And the year before that, I think it was Rakeem Boyd. I think he tried to transfer and he couldn't or something like that. But I remember he was a captain and he didn't stick with the team. But the point is, is like it could happen and, and players could start leaving and that could be a problem. And finally, the third scariest thing about the Razorbacks that could end up happening. And I'm going to let Sam Pittman talk about this. The fight. The fight for the team. The fight for the pride, the fight for each other. Here's what Sam Pittman uh, gets asked a question about it, but he alludes to more so as far as how you got to fight and why you got to fight. And uh, we talked about how you have some time to watch some football this week and any time for personal reflection that you weren't, you know, preparing for a specific opponent? Uh, oh, I think you do that daily and maybe hourly and what's the word, minutely? I don't know what it is. I think you do that anytime that you are are in a situation that we're in. I mean, you either give up or you try to figure out how to get out of it, you know. And so, yeah, I think there's a lot of reflection uh, on what we what we've done right, what we've done wrong, how to correct it, how to get better, those things of that nature. But the key is, are we fighting like hell to change it, or are we not? And I can promise you that we. We are, and we means everybody in the building and the players. So the fight, they're fighting. Are they Are they willing to change it? Are they willing to adjust? Are they willing to get it going and make it good again, make Razorback football good and end on the right note? I hope so. I hope Sam Pittman's right because there is no, there's nothing worse in college football, and Arkansas fans have seen this than an amputated spirit. There's no prosthetic for that. If you know the movie reference, I'll, I'll give you, a, I don't know, I'll give you a, a, a high five. Anyways, it doesn't matter. The point is, it's like, there's nothing worse than having uh, the football program and the spirit and the pride that they have being broken because that cannot be returned. And that's something that takes some pride out of, out of the fans too. Where it's like, not only are they witnessing 
a team that's giving up, a team that doesn't want to fight, a team that's just mailing it in. But then you as a fan, you're sitting there saying, why am I here? Why am I doing this? Why did I spend all this money for tickets? Why did I spend this time on my Saturday to go watch this team? Why am I doing this? Why, why, why is it working? Am I, am I the idiot? Am I the dumbo? And I'm, am I the moron that's wearing a hot dog costume? Like, it just hurts you. You know, we've all been there. So you just can't give up the fight. Because if they give up the fight, to me, that's the scariest thing of them all. And that's something that's going to be really hard to get back, especially when it comes to the fans and everybody there, too. Folks, I got to tell you about the Game Time app. We know that we all go to different concerts and to different sporting events and shows and whatnot, and buying tickets can really be a hassle. And so what we try to do is that we try to be able to get the best prices with the guaranteed tickets and the, and the best seats. And sometimes that can even be a conundrum on all these other different websites and apps. But I got the app for you to make it so easy, and it is the Game Time app. It's the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. You can see the view of your seat before you buy, so you know exactly what to expect once the tickets arrive. And all-in prices show your total up front. None of these hidden fees that everybody else is throwing around that could be extremely frustrating and they also are able to give you flash deals and sponsored deals on tickets for all different types of sporting events they even have last minute ticket sales so that way if you're like oh man i need to get to the game i forgot well they can help you out because they will have a bunch of different deals to get them to you for quality seats and they are instantly delivered to your phone so take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time Download the GameTime app and create an account and use promo code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off your first purchase. It's terms and apply. And again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-C-O-L-L-E-G-E for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. We're also brought to you by Markel Insurance. From Fayetteville to El Dorado and everywhere in between, Markell has been helping Arkansas small business community for over 30 years. Markell is a global specialty insurer with a truly people-first approach because to them, insurance is more than just a piece of paper. It's a promise to help get people back on their feet. Whether you're new to the business or celebrating your 25th year anniversary, whether you have one employee or a thousand employees, Markell aims to understand your workers' compensation insurance needs. So find an independent local agent to get a free workers' compensation insurance quote today at markelinsurance.com slash locked on. That's M-A-R-K-E-L insurance.com slash locked on. Markel, insuring America's small businesses since 1930. Insurance carrier coverage, dividends, and services availability may vary by state. Markel is a registered trademark of Markel Group Incorporated. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so moving on into the next segment of the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I know there's been some injuries that we've been having to talk about and ones that uh, could be impacting the Razorback football team, especially coming up this weekend against Florida. And a couple of them are very significant. In fact, two of the best players, especially the preseason best players you felt like you had on the team, and that's Rocket Sanders and that's also Dwight McLaughlin. So let's talk about uh, these updates that Sam Pittman was able to provide a few of those, um, especially with Rocket. Like, Rocket's been, I don't even want to call it 
and when I say this, I'm not calling. Okay, let me. I'll say this. The Rocket Sanders situation has been a disappointment. I'm not calling him a disappointment. I'm calling the whole thing where he has really like he was a guy that I was so excited to see what he could do this year. Man, he he rushed for 1,400 yards, and seeing him in practices and then reading about some of the practice reports, this dude was just feasting. He had gotten bigger, stronger, faster. And it was just all in front of him, man. He had an entire thing in front of him. Uh, but the only thing they didn't have in front of him was an offensive line, apparently, because that's where he struggled. And I think this whole team has struggled is just being able to have the offensive line open up the holes. And, and again, I think that's still an, uh, an offense in general thing. I'm not just blaming, oh, it's only the offensive line. I think it was the whole philosophy and the whole problem that uh, ended up being his issue. But we haven't really seen much of him. He played a little bit in the Texas A&M game where we got to see him actually break off. I think it was on a pass. He didn't have a huge run, but he had a pass. And then ever since that point, haven't seen anything from him. He's been dealing with his knee issues. He's had swelling and whatnot. And so one of the things that Sam Pittman was asked about was Rocket Sanders. And Sam Pittman said, quote, well, he's back, so we'll see. I anticipate him practicing today, but how how much he can do, I don't know. When I talk to you all again Wednesday, I'll know more about that because obviously I don't know where he is physically. So that's what uh, he had to say. So uh, I he's at, he's supposed to be at practice, which is a good sign. But I would I think Rocket plays this weekend. You know, I was one of those guys that felt like it was over, like he was no longer going to be on the Razorback football team, or at least not being involved. But then I saw him on the sidelines against Mississippi State, still there. And then I saw him at the Razorback basketball game, uh, sitting courtside in the Gucci row seats. When I saw him doing that, I was like, okay, so maybe just maybe there is something to this. Maybe he's still going to be a part of it. Maybe he still wants to be a part of it. And hearing the Sam Pittman's comments there, I'm like, wow, okay. So I guess there is some truth to it. Looks like he's at least trying to get back, trying to get to practice and try to play. And him going back to his home state of Florida, I think, means a lot to him. I assume so. Because Arkansas doesn't get to play at Florida very often. And I'm sure all the guys that are on the roster from the state of Florida means a lot to him. Because I know like Josh Braun, for instance, who comes on my uh, radio show once a week, uh, we're going to have him on today on the radio show. And uh, we're going to talk to him about him going home and being a part of the team, going up against his former team, the Gators, are also in the state. So it does mean a lot. But I expect Rocket Sanders to play this week. I don't know that off any evidence. I'm just saying it's I just got a gut feeling. I think he plays this week. The other one was Dwight McLaughlin, which had an interesting quote from uh, Sam Pittman. He's according to Hogsports.com. Uh, he was asked about the fact that he was on the field or at least um, in full pads and everything against Mississippi State, but then he didn't play. So they were asked, uh, well, the media asked Sam Pittman about it, and Sam Pittman says, quote, well, no, he was full go. He's still trying to work his way into playing time, but he was full go. He was able to play last week. It's just right now he's not starting for us. And I sat there and I'm like, okay, well, I'm not complaining about the defensive performance last week at all because they were pretty good and they held him to seven points and the cornerbacks weren't an issue. But when I started seeing it and hearing like Sam Pittman say that, I'm like, okay, but <laughs> so you're saying like he's, he was full go last week, but you just didn't play him because there's everyone's better than him on that field. I mean, again, if that's true, that's great. You know, you want to have the best people on the field, but Dwight McLaughlin? I was like, I think he's your best cornerback going into this year. I still think he is. And you're telling me that he's having to work into playing time? I don't know. Like I said, it worked out, at least defensively, because they held him to almost no points. 
So there's that. But I don't know. I just thought it was a really weird comment there by Sam Pittman. And, you know, just asking, not being shady, but just sounding weird about when he's talking about Dwight McLaughlin. It's like, dude, like, what? The guy's great. I mean, he can't find any playing time. That's weird. So, but hey, I mean, what do I know? I'm just, just sitting here hanging out on Halloween dressed as a hot dog, which we'll talk about here in a little bit. I'm sure you guys are all very interested in it. Uh, but first, I got to tell you, though, about FanDuel. You got to score early and often this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book, because right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 bucks if your team wins, guaranteed. So if you've been thinking about joining Dip FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. And has a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and so much more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so final segment here on the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Um, again, it's it's Halloween, and some of you have been following me about this on social media. So, and I got a lot of questions about it, and so I was just like, oh, I'll just address it and go ahead and do that uh, during this time, and uh, you know, just wait until the Halloween thing because I didn't even really know what to expect either. But essentially, what it came down to is that Arkansas and Purdue in that basketball game, the uh, Arkansas was trying to sell out the entire uh, arena, which, you know, makes sense. And I quote tweeted, I think it was Eric Musselman when he was saying about how they have like seats left or whatever. And I quote tweeted, and I said, you know what? I'll be very disappointed if it's not sold out. Cause I mean, it's just it's such a great game and Saturday and all that. Well, anyways, it's just, it was, it was just one of those deals. And then Muss quote tweets me and says, I got an uh, uh, a thing for you, an opportunity for you, or however. And he's basically saying, if Arkansas, if you help us sell out Bud Walton Arena against Purdue, uh, I'll give you two options. One, you can either I can either come on your radio show, or two, you can come to our Halloween party. And I was like, oh, done. That's a deal. But then I laughed about it because I was like, listen, I, I mean, I would love to have Coach on my radio show or on my podcast or anything like that. But to be honest, it's like I just was like, hey, I'd rather have him in the Halloween party. Like, I'd rather go to that. So to me, the, the, it was easy. It's like, okay, yeah, I'll go to the Halloween party. So I did my part. I even bought some tickets and gave them away to some people. Um, ended up being a sellout. And so Musk was like, hey, uh, you know, a deal's a deal. Halloween party's at 7. You know, costume is is needed and has to have happen. I was like, Okay, I guess this is happening. This is a real thing. <clears throat> so I, I already had this costume, believe it or not, because it's like sometimes when I think about like Halloween, if, you know, I, I don't have any set plans for Halloween parties usually. But if I do, it's like I want to make sure I have a costume on the ready. And again, I love the show. I think you should leave. And that's why I have this because of the meme. And so I was like, okay, well, I'll just have this on on task or on on hand see how it goes but then the pressure started really revving up when people were like oh you know what are you gonna wear what's the costume gonna be i was like man well i have i have one thing but i didn't know so i had everybody take a vote on it and we started talking about it on social media and everything 
and I actually had a, a bunch of different options and it was about the theme. I wasn't going to give exactly what it was, but the theme was a meme. So it rhymed. And the meme won out the voting. I think I had meme, music video, sports, or celebrity. And this is what I did. So it's the meme. But either way, that's what I'm doing. And so tonight, I'm going to be at Eric Musselman and the Razorback basketball team's Halloween party. I have no idea what to expect. I just know it's going to be fun because I'm, I'm like a go-with-the-flow guy. I can find fun in everything. Even if it's just like us sitting there and then um, like all of them berating me for my horrible takes on my podcast or something like that, that to me will be pretty humorous and fun. Even if they did that, that'd be great. But I don't, hey, listen, I'm going for, a, for the fun. Uh, it was a great cause that ended up getting that game sold out to help out the tornado victims and uh, for the relief that they have here in central Arkansas. So it was a great thing. So I was happy to do it and happy to help out, but I cannot wait to see what ends up happening at this Halloween party. Um, I'll keep you all updated on it and just follow me on social media, buzz John neighbors to see how it all goes down. I have no, again, I'm not going in with any expectations, but I am going to go in as a hot dog and hopefully I'm hoping that they get that some at least some people there at the party get the meme, you know, like I'm not saying that they have to completely understand and watch the show. I think you should leave. But I was like, well, I can at least wear this and it's trendy. It's it's unique. I don't know if it's original, but then at the end of the day, even if they don't understand what it's from or where it's from, they can at least be like, all right, well, he's dressed as a hot dog. So either way, it should be fun. I can't wait. And I really appreciate Muss and the basketball team uh, inviting me to their party because I'm sure that there are a lot of more important people that they'd probably rather have there, especially considering the amount of celebrities that Muss hangs out with. And instead, they got me. So it should be great. Well, appreciate everybody listening in to the Locked On Razor Rex podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have. We'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you then.